Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. So here we go. You better buckle up, buttercup. And a whole new attitude to your afternoon. I want to know what's going on, and I want to know right now. You know, two dudes talking sports. And you two will be awesome. Live from News Talk 1480 WHBC. It's a household name. Who the hell are you? It's the Kenny and JT Show. Have a great show. That's right. It's a victory Monday. We're coming to you live from the corner of 6th and Market. Beautiful home of the Pro Football Hall of Fame, Canton, Ohio. I'm still baffled by the fact that the Browns were able to beat the 49ers yesterday. And I I, I watched it. I was there at Jersey's uh, on Fulton in Canton with the Browns backers, and they were all losing their minds. But I'm sitting there watching. I I don't believe what I just saw. It was uh, the most improbable win in maybe the last 10 or 15 years for the Browns. Turn it up, Brian. Surprised? Yes. Shocked? No, it's the NFL. And to that statement, you are correct because not only did the Browns beat the Niners, the Jets beat the Eagles. We have no undefeated teams left in the NFL. Pop the champagne. You're a member of the 72 Dolphins. Let's go. If I would have taken on the money line the Jets and the Browns, For $10, I would have won about $250 with what the odds would have been if you could have predicted that both the Jets and Browns would win out. Yeah, you know what they say about a Merry Christmas, and that's the beautiful thing about the National Football League in parity in this league. On any given day, anybody can rise to the occasion. I told you last week there are a lot of things that have to go right for the Browns to win that game yesterday. We didn't see all of them. Uh, They didn't win the turnover battle, but I look at it this way. With the defense playing lights out, three and out to me is as good as a turnover. And this defense right now is for real. It's historic right now, Mm -hmm. JT. They sent out an email to, um, you know, all the uh, media who cover the Browns, right? And in that email, they stated that the Browns now, uh, with this victory and holding the 49ers to 215 yards, now have given up only 1,002 mm-hmm. yards in the first five games. That's the third fewest yards given up by a defense since 1970. That's amazing. And if you consider the fact that a lot of those yards in the second half by the 49ers came on that last drive, it makes it even that much more incredible. If you figure that out, that's 200 yards a game they're giving up. That's it. 200 yards a game. Yeah. And, yeah, I know Brock Purdy lost Debo Samuel and McCaffrey was in and out and Trent Williams was in and out with injuries and whatnot. But, hey, Browns played with a third-string quarterback. Uh, Their backup running backs, plural, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, They were without their all-pro guard. Uh, They're without their starting right tackle, and yet they found a way to beat the 49ers yesterday at Cleveland Brown Stadium. And had I known this... Before the game started, 
I would have put some more money down and tried to hedge my bet and put it on the Browns had I known that Phil guess. Dawson, Phil mm. Dawson was the guy yeah. who was there smashing the guitar mm. yesterday, and sure enough, uh, Mr. Hopkins goes four for five on field goals and kicks the game winner with under yeah. two minutes to go. The worst thing you could do is second-guess yourself and then try to chase these wins and whatever. Yeah. And I don't know if he had something to do with our kicker playing well and their kicker, who's a rookie from Michigan, playing lousy. But it goes to show you that, uh, you know, for everybody that wanted them to build a dome or do something, <laughs> hey, I got news for you. That game was aided by a couple of things. We got a couple of decent calls our way for a change, which is oh, good yeah. for a change. Yeah. And we also got the benefit of Mother Nature, which means something when you're playing outdoors. And we told you last week when a team has to travel across the country, and we know San Francisco doesn't always have the greatest uh, weather in the world, but right. it is kind of similar to the North Coast. But again, a team that might be a little bit full of themselves lets their guard down a little bit. And to me, Brock Purdy looked like Mr. Irrelevant yesterday. He had one he good did. drive. Other than that, yeah. you know, he's fumbling the, uh, you know, going back to throw the ball. He's not gripping it tight enough. They had him confused by their defensive alignment. And kudos to Jim Schwartz in that defense. JT, I, I watched that game, and I saw just from yesterday's game, I saw two third-string quarterbacks playing. Absolutely. Like, right? Great point, yes. He really looked like a third string because that's what he started yeah. out as, right? Garoppolo and then whoever they traded. I forget the kid they, they drafted. Trey Lance. Uh, Trey Lance. Mm -hmm. And then he's the third string quarterback. Well, yesterday it looked like two third. He mm -hmm. was he had uh, happy feet. He had trouble deciphering the defense. Mm -hmm. So a tip of the cap to Jim Schwartz. And, and uh, may the Schwartz D be with you. Right. you see what I did nice. there? Yep. Very well uh, So, um. Uh, yeah, it looked like two third-string quarterbacks, mm -hmm. and the Browns' defense was better than the 49ers' defense. That secondary played lights out yesterday, mm -hmm. as did the interior of that defensive line. You know, I had to look back into the statistics and see if Denzel Ward played yesterday because his name didn't show up anywhere because they're not trying to throw the ball against him. I think he had, like, two pass breakups or something like that, and their tight end... Kittle, who went ballistic last week against the Dallas Cowboys, had one yeah. catch for one yard. That's it. That's right. I remember the catch, too. Mm -hmm. it, it was like, why did he even throw him the ball? He was at the line of scrimmage. There was nothing. Well, I, hey, give Stefanski credit, man. He outcoached Kyle Shanahan yeah. yesterday. Right? We yeah. get on him, and deservedly so at times, but let's give him credit when credit is due. Kevin Stefanski outcoached Kyle Shanahan. I think he, he called a great game. Uh, there were a couple of things that you know when you want to nitpick a little bit towards the end of the game, and you yeah. have your backup quarterback throwing the ball where well, you should be running it and running the clock out. Okay, that's fine. But yes, you're right. Uh, his play calling was outstanding, and this is what I've been talking about for the last two years. You've got a third string quarterback, been in camp for a little over a month. He's going to be your starter. Does he have game experience? Absolutely. I think this was like his fifth or sixth start in the NFL. But the idea here was Stefanski ran good play action, he ran screen passes, he yep. ran the ball when it was needed, and they dominated this game. They really did. And, again, they came, what, about a a foot, maybe two feet of losing that game. Just like the yeah. – I mean, think about the, the – Martin. you always – we laugh at the Al Pacino. You got to scratch and claw for yeah. every inch. Well – the Buckeyes won by a, a foot and a half when they beat Notre Dame on the touchdown. 
And the Browns won yeah. yesterday by about two feet when that field mm-hmm. goal just sailed wide right. of that right upright. And so that's the difference. That's how close right. it is in a lot of these NFL games. Especially when you get poor officiating. And in my opinion, oh. it was horrendous yesterday. And the one play that comes to mind was on a kickoff. And they called a penalty on the Browns, and it was actually on the 49ers. I mean, yeah. it can't get any more obvious than... They're the ones in the red jerseys. We're in the dude wipes. Give us a break, will you? Absolutely. I mean, come on. And the Browns do have to clean this up. No pun intended that time. The turnovers and the penalties. But when you're playing with a third-string quarterback, you pretty much expect that. When you can overcome all of that and still come away with a victory, it's a victory Monday. Yeah, it is. You take it no matter what, and you put it in the W column. It's a game you shouldn't have won. That makes up for the game you shouldn't have lost to Pittsburgh, Bingo. right? Now mm-hmm. you're 3-2, and two, and we'll see if Deshaun Watson's shoulder yeah. is good to go Sunday at Indianapolis against the Colts. Who needs him? We got Kid Dynamite! And it all <laughs> belongs to Kid Dynamite! Let's go! Play it, Brian. P.J. Walker, a.k.a. Kid Dynamite. Temporary layoffs. That's the only part I know. They're not undefeated anymore, though. Kenny, did you see at the end when the kid from San Francisco missed the field goal? Yeah. Then they showed a shot of the bench, and Kid Dynamite was sitting next to Amari Cooper. And Amari Cooper, you could read his lips. He missed that blank. It was hysterical. Yeah, Yeah, it was. I saw it on social media this morning. I was laughing my ass off. It was Uh, good. Hey, great win for them. Uh, and, you know, all the naysayers, me included, I lost money. Oh, I wagered uh, heavily on the, the 49ers, thinking this is a blowout waiting to happen. Little did I know, Debo Samuel, who started the fight by the game pregame, right. right? Maybe, hey, karma's a you-know-what, and Debo got his yeah. as he gets knocked out of the game with a shoulder injury. And, hey, what do you know? Christian McCaffrey got hurt, JT. Shocker. Shocking, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, anybody who's known or has had him in their fantasy football league, oh. they know for well. I don't know if he's undersized. I mean, he looks good. When you look at that dude, he looks like a ball player. I right. mean, his thighs are humongous. But for whatever reason, he takes a beating, man. I don't know if he's not quick enough. I don't know if he's not fast enough. We know he's got a lot of heart. But, man, he takes a beating, doesn't he? He does. And uh, I don't know if it was a hamstring, a, gr- a Oblique, they said. Oh, is that what it was? It was an okay. oblique. Now, that damn oblique. So that means going to name that out. That means well, that means he can't play first base for thirty six games. <laughs> Josh Naylor. <laughs> yeah, it uh, it wasn't pretty at times, downright ugly. But hey, let's give some credit. I want to give credit right here because, like I said, when we rip on them, deservedly so at times, we have to give love when they deserve it as well. So I'm going to give credit to Andrew Barry on two. Uh, levels number one 
He made the decision at the beginning of the season that even though I drafted a kicker in the fourth round and this makes me look bad as a GM, I'm going to cut that kicker and go out and get a veteran kicker. Nice job, Yeffin kicker. Well, yeah, Dustin Hopkins has saved the Browns a couple of times already this season. So major, major kudos to Andrew Barry for that. And then the second thing I want to point out is, again, a draft pick of his. He made a horrific mistake at the beginning of the season thinking that DTR could be the backup to Deshaun Watson, that he was ready Mm -hmm. to be the backup to Deshaun Watson. Well, they played him one game. They saw how bad of a decision that was, and they went out and they made the decision to start P.J. Walker, and he helped. He didn't play a great game, but he helped them win a game yesterday. So, Andrew Barry, tip of the cap on those two moves. Plenty to get to, and we'll take your phone calls. It's Victory Monday. We'll talk more Browns, but right now, other things that happen over the weekend if you missed Did it. you miss again? Here are the weekend headlines that you have missed. Well, the Buckeyes came to life, and they drilled the Boilermakers in West Lafayette on Saturday. Final score of that game, 41-7. Now they can focus on the Nittley Lions. Saturday noon kickoff in Seabus. I was impressed by the fact that they were focused, not looking ahead to Penn State, and they beat a bad team like they should have beaten a bad team. So kudos to Ryan Day for getting them ready and for their performance. Browns win yesterday. It's their biggest comeback since 2010. They beat the 49ers 19-17. But the other big upset in the NFL, the Jets upset the Eagles. It's the first time in franchise history that the J-E-T-S beat the philadelphia eagles final score there's 20 to 14 j-e-t-s jets 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 had never beaten philadelphia ever that's amazing isn't it i never knew that that's nuts if you missed it top five movies in the box office we've got a new number one shocker top five movies the creator saw twitter at number four paw patrol two at number three the exorcist i have to change the channel every time the commercial comes on it scares the crap out of me Taylor Swift, the Eras Tour movie, brought in over $96 million at the box office. So she's still doing concerts, and now you can see a movie of her concert that is still happening around the world. Made right? an appearance. She doesn't go back out on tour till November 9th, I believe. And she made a pit stop last night on Saturday Night Live. So did Travis Kelsey. Correct. Both of them were there. I, You know what? I added up. Guess how many seconds combined they were on Saturday Night Live? Twelve? Bingo, right on the money. Was it? He, she was on for seven seconds. He was on for five seconds. That's what the whole internet was talking about, that they were both on Saturday Night Live. If you miss it, the Texas Rangers win game one of the American League Championship Series with a 2 to nothing shutout. Astros starter Justin Verlander, he was solid, but he ends up taking the loss. So that brings up tonight. 437, you get the Rangers in Houston. Texas, yeah. of course, leads one nothing. And the Diamondbacks at Philadelphia Phillies, game one tonight at 8.07. Yeah, um, haven't watched a single pitch live of the entire playoffs. I did. I watched a little bit of it. All right. Mm -hmm. All right. If you missed it, there will not be a sweep in the WNBA Finals as the New York Liberty beat the Vegas Aces 87-73 yesterday. Game four scheduled Wednesday night in New York, tip-off at 8 p.m. Um. I can say that I have not watched a single minute of that, nor have I wagered on that to this point. Then you're not as big of a degenerate as I gave you credit for. Did you bet on this? NASCAR! Boogity, 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 boogity. NASCAR Cup Series race number 33 was held yesterday. 
It's a South Point 400, Las yeah. Vegas Motor Speedway, Las Vegas, Nevada. 1.5-mile yeah. paved yeah, race huh. in length, yeah. 267-lap, 400-and-a-half-mile. Your winner, Kyle Larson. But since second and third don't matter, according to our favorite owner, it must yeah. be true. If you ain't first, you're last. But the Dinger come in 20th, Ricky come in 24th. <laughs> You're scoring along still, at all. I'm still celebrating from last week with the Dinger win. Well, you should. Taylor Swift, Travis Kelty both appeared on Saturday Night Live. Oh. And here's Brian with the Week 9 high school football scoreboard. Our Altman Hospital Radio Game of the Week. JT Jackson cooled off the Crusaders. Final score there, 20 nothing. but the upset. Oh, go It's because I wasn't there. Yeah. Sorry, Trucker. Right. Yeah, he could have used your help. Yep. Pulling that clipboard for I him. I would have called a better defense. All right. Oh. <laughs> oh. He was a defensive Man. coordinator before he was head coach, by the way. Oh, defensive yes. coordinator, not offensive coordinator. He needed me. Sorry, Truck. Okay. Next. No? All right. The upset of the night. Oh, Glenn Oak beat McKinley 7-3. to three. That's Dude. it. Yeah. Glenn Oak. Well, hold on, get... Brian. Hold on. Let, let's give... Rick Worstell credit when credit we giving everybody credit. Mm. Stelly told me on the Alt Care Stadium show, the two worst weeks for McKinley football are Week Nine and Week Eleven. The week before Maslin, yeah. the week after Maslin. He said, "Don't be surprised if Scotty Garcia finds a way to beat McKinley." And sure enough, they did. Well, at least one thing we know is true too. What? They didn't hang the beat Maslin signs a week ago. They're putting them up today. Who's responsible for that? Just saying. Uh, that I, would be I me. Know you. You, you, you've been preaching it for years. For three years, they kept putting up those stupid signs the week before the Maslin game, and we would lose to Perry. Yeah, guess this time you lost. Yeah, I guess it doesn't Oak. matter. <laughs> I guess it didn't matter. Put them up whenever you want. So Scott Garcia, <laughs> yes. yeah, he, he and his offense engineered an 18-play drive late that? in the fourth quarter as Glen Oak scored with about a minute and a half to go on a uh, Adrian uh, Burt touchdown pass. And then uh, on the ensuing kickoff, McKinley couldn't handle the kickoff. Well, you know what the problem is? He scored three what? points. Do we have an offensive court? Oh, yeah, we do. It's my cousin. No. I have yeah. to have a talk with that boy. Yeah, look at you. You're calling out Trucker and your cousin because they both uh, had losses. This look, past man, year. if I could be a coach, I'd be a better coach and a talk show host. <laughs> Possibly. Just ask me. I'll give you the answer. You know what I'd run against that team? So you score what? more than three points, I'll flea flicker. <laughs> Where's the trick play? Okay. All right. Uh, so Lake uh, is in play for a share of the Federal League title now. Yeah. Because uh, the Blue Streaks beat Perry 37-14. to uh, Green outlasted Hoover 41-34. Maslin rolled past Harding 48-14. to Maslin's won 17 regular season games in a Good row. Good for them. Uh, Louisville falls to South what? Range. What are you laughing no, for? He was sincere. Was he was sincere in the face. <laughs> no, it, it, he, no, he was. No, no, no. no I might way. not have sounded I, it. If you no, were here no, in studio, uh, I saw him say it. And I'm he trying to sell it. Normal. Kenny knows me too well. He's right. Okay. He's wearing, he's wearing Ohio State today, but it's black, white, and red, and it's McKinley Maslin week. I was so Ain't ticked no off. way he meant that. He did not mean that for Maslin fans out there. Spoken like a true bulldog. It's going to be a long week. Good for them. Oh, God. South Range Boy, beat you saw right through that one, didn't you? 38 yes, I did. The Lions put away Minerva 61 nothing. Marlington, a 37-20 win over Salem. 
Canton South uh, still riding that winning streak, uh, leading, uh, beating Tuslaw 34-3. Triway over Northwest 31-26. Northwest scored and recovered an onside kick, had a chance to win in the end, but they just ran out of time. Uh, Fairless over Manchester 19-9. The Flock end a four-game losing streak. Uh-huh. Undefeated Garraway got a game from Sandy Valley, but the Cardinals fall 14-10. Yeah, Buckeye Trail beat East Canton 45-14. Magador 53, St. Thomas Aquinas 6, and Malvern over Tuskegee yes. Central 63 to nothing. Can I get down there to Minerva, Malvern area, get me some West End pizza? Kenny, did you see the end of the Raiders-Patriots game or part of not. it? No, uh-uh. Tell me if you've ever seen this play in your life, and kudos to Josh. The Raiders beat the Patriots. The, the the pupil beats the teacher, right. if you will. And now they're yeah. saying that Belichick might be on the hot seat. I can't see that happening. But tell me if you've ever seen this play in the NFL in your lifetime. Okay. The Raiders tackle Mac Jones in the end zone. It's a safety, correct? Yes. Okay. Have you ever seen an onside kick on a safety on the free kick? Yes, I have, actually. Where you kick the ball straight up in the air, but it's still got to go 10 yards? Yes. I have never seen that play in my life. Uh, And I've seen it a couple of times because they purposely took the safety, knowing the only way to win the game, JT, because they're in such bad field position, would be to take the safety and pray that they get the onside kick, which would put them in better field position. So I have seen that before. I've never seen it kicked straight up in the air. They didn't cover it. So, I mean, if it goes up, the idea is can you kick it on the ground? Or do you, yeah, does it you, have to go straight up in the air? You can either uh, use a tee and kick off, or you can punt it on a free kick like that. Okay. So it's your choice. So then again, have you ever seen the punt go straight? It, it's oh, as, no. No. They, so they, oh, yes. I've seen them kick off and do the onside no. kick after a safety. It was a free kick from the punter, and he kicked it straight up in the air. Really? I've now, never do seen they it. Have, does the guy then, you have to give the guy room to catch it, right? I don't know how it works. I don't know if it's a free ball. I don't know if it's a jump ball. I've never seen it. Look at Belichick trying to pull that out, right? Uh, yeah. And, uh, uh, you know, get Josh on something that they never used when they were together. That's typical Belichick, right? I've never but, hey, seen good it. for Josh, uh, you know, beating uh, the Belichick. And you're right. I'm seeing things all over the Internet where they're saying, hey, it might be time for – for Belichick to move to the front office um, and let somebody else come in. See, here's a problem, too. If he's still going What's after that? Don Shula's record, has he gotten to 300 wins yet? No. He's stuck. So you're not going to fire him yet. And if he wants to break the record, do you? I, I don't see where it benefits that organization to let him go. Because if he's going to break the record, is he going to, what's he going to do? Go somewhere else and coach? Can you see Bill Belichick wearing anything else other than a Browns uniform or a, a New England Patriot uniform? He, he's sure. 71 years old, okay? He looks pretty good for 71, and he's still coaching, right? And uh, I'm looking at, uh, you know, his wiki page. So uh, who he's only been a head coach officially, right, for the Patriots. That's it. All of his wins have come with the Patriots, correct? No. No, the Browns. Browns. Yeah, I'm thinking the Jets thing. My bad. The Jets. The Jets is where he wrote it on a napkin and then told him to stick yeah. it or something like that. Mm-hmm. So he picked up. Let's see, 16, 23, 30. He picked up 36 wins with the Browns, and then the rest are with the the Patriots. Mm-hmm. And he's up to 299. 
Uh, I'm wondering if now he's looking at it and saying, you know what, maybe Shula's record is not reachable, but I want to get the 300, and and I'll take that. I think he should. Pete Carroll's older than him, but Pete Carroll doesn't look like a 72-year-older to me, and he doesn't act like it either. And that's another team that should have beat the Bengals yesterday. They had too many mistakes, apparently, and Cincinnati's defense was too much for a team that travels from the northwest all the way across the country to play in Ohio. Yeah, so I hope he doesn't get it. Don Shula, Shula's Steakhouse, we're going to be near there giving away gift cards uh, in rivalry week, uh, week with McKinley and Maslin. So I'm all about, hey, the 72 Dolphins are undefeated, and I want Shula's record to stay there, and Belichick doesn't get to it. So take that, Belichick. Way to go, Josh McDaniels. Don't give him that 300th victory yesterday.